Attention all podcasts of the Solar Federation. We have assumed control. We have assumed control. We have assumed control. So I accidentally took my cat's meds. Oh, really? Yeah. Don't ask me how. <laughs> um, the word British for British people is pronounced as British. You know why? No. Because they all drank the tea. Okay. Don't fart in an Apple store. Why? Because they don't have windows, man. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I lost my job at the bank. Oh, really? Yeah, this lady asked me to check her balance. Right. So I pushed her over. Oh, dude. Welcome to the Intergalactic Boombox, a podcasting spaceship piloted by myself, Kyle Bear. A voice actor you'll soon hear on the big screen is Gohan in Dragon Ball Super, superhero in theaters and IMAX. Hey, 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 Oi, 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 Hey, we've been practicing, boss man. Yeah, can we, like, read the release dates, hey? Uh, hey, 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 hey. Sure, yeah, go ahead. Thanks, mate. Uh, you can see Dragon Ball Super Superhero, August 18th in Australia, New Zealand, Mexico, Brazil, Peru, Chile, Argentina, Colombia, Central America, Ecuador, Bolivia, Uruguay, Paraguay. And of course, let's not forget August 19th in the U.S., Canada, U.K., Ireland, South Africa, Zambia, and Vietnam. And August 26th in India and Indonesia. August 30th in Malaysia and Brunei. August 31st in the Philippines. Uh, so no Germany? No, not seeing them nowhere. Maybe they can make a road trip out of it, right? Yeah, totally worth it, bro. Oh, but wait, there's more. September 1st in Singapore. September 8th in Taiwan. September 15th in South Korea. September 29th in Thailand. And Hong Kong in Macau. Wait, you have a cow? Well, no. Because movies don't play inside cows. No, it's a part of China. You learn something every day. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the Intergalactic Boombox is brought to you in full 8K resolution using two cups and a string. Portions of this podcast smell like grandma. Other portions are reluctantly sponsored by Penguin Airlines. We may not get off the ground, but we sure are cute. And of course, it'd be nothing without the soft, dulcet tones of the Al Capella Symphony Orchestra. Ayo! Time to acknowledge our sat cats. Listeners to this program who send boostograms. Boost. Custom messages with custom donations made possible with Podcasting 2.0 apps from newpodcastapps.com. Totally free podcast players with next gen features. Enviga sent 29 sats, says more dad jokes, please. Joel W, 103 sats, Nobel Prize. That's good stuff, truly. Crypto Beard, 10 sats, says solid, thank you. Anonymous, 95 sats, says enjoying listening every weekend. Appreciate your listening. Malagior99 says, there you go, old chaps, 10 sats. Do chipped in 20 sats. Thanks for good entertainment. Pomp Pomp says, nice. Thank you for the 10 sats. The question of the week. What are some habits that you have that really annoy others? Kyron from the Mere Mortals podcast boosted 4,105 sats. It says, I have this habit of being default skeptical when someone presents me with an out-of-the-box idea. It can come across unnecessarily negative a lot of the time, which annoys others and myself, to be honest. Trying to work on it to be more positively skeptical. <laughs> Mythwing said, I have a tendency to under-enunciate in casual settings. Brian Weber says, I apparently crunch my food too loud. I'm not even aware I'm doing it. Gothalian says, succeeding. That is a habit that annoys others. <laughs> 
Crimson says, I pick my nails. My mom hates it. Supa Dupa says, being smart and quiet. Menma Emiya says, saying sorry a lot. Coma is Savage says, I speak my mind. Some people definitely get annoyed by that. Lane Whitford says, I get really excited about something and I word vomit about it or maybe learn everything about it that I can. Gets on people's nerves because it's about something like my allergies or my diagnoses. Yeah, that could get real gross real quick. Steph Varen says, I can't tell a story beginning to middle to end. I always jump around and go off on tangents. Squirrel! John Gutierrez says, I have restless leg syndrome and sometimes I bounce my legs a lot without realizing. that That's me to a T, man. I talked about it on last week's episode. Always bouncing my leg. Some people say it's a nervous habit, though. I, I just do it even when I'm not nervous. Rage Key Taurus says, when I hyperfocus, it can be a bit overwhelming at times and can be a bit much for people. Like how I tend to be a bit obsessed with Ryu from Street Fighter and go see his amazing English VA every time he comes to a Texas con. Aw, thank you. For those who don't know, I do voice Ryu in Street Fighter 4, 5, and then 6. As well as uh, Wreck-It Ralph and Super Smash Bro. Can I borrow five bucks? Sure you can! Checking out some other annoying habits. Drea M says, I'm double-jointed, so a lot of people get grossed out when I rotate my shoulders. <laughs> Unintelligible Shrieking says, pronouncing salmon with the L. Salmon. Oh. Wow, really? It goes from a great tasting fish to suddenly getting images of salmonella and food poisoning. And like that accelerated quickly. Sheba Nation says people who have their high beams on all the time. Yeah, that that that's problematic. Wax Witch says I'm very feather footed and don't announce my presence. So I kind of scare people at random. <coughs> mouse Alchemist says squeaking randomly. Well, that's OK if you're a mouse. But if you're an actual person, which I assume you are because you actually wrote words that will get old. No. Question. General Mills is resurrecting cereals that have not been available consistently year-round for many years. Fruit Brute Monster Cereal, Frankenberry, Count Chocula, and Booberry. First hitting the shelves in 1971, Booberry is my personal fave. You know, for all these years of my adult life, it's only shown up seasonally around Halloween, at least where I'm at. Is there a cereal you had growing up that you miss and is no longer available? 3PO's? Donkey Kong Crunch, Waffalos. Oh, those were so good. Crazy Cow. Send a Boostagram message and support this podcast at the same time. Grab a shiny free new podcast player totally free from newpodcastapps.com and support this show with value for value. How much is what you hear worth to you? You get to determine it in app as the podcast plays. Or you can hit me up on the Twitters at BoomboxPod. Predator has been a series that has never reached the heights of the original. It's a high bar. Sprinkles of awesomeness, to be sure, throughout the whole series, but overall, kind of a disappointment. Now the franchise has gone the prequel route with Prey, and it's just a shot of adrenaline needed. Sadly, a theatrical release was bypassed, despite it being planned initially as such, but the story is stripped down to the core elements that make the original so beloved. This time, it takes place 300 years ago, with a young, headstrong Comanche warrior who hopes to hone her hunting skills and be treated as an equal in her tribe. Amber Midthunder, from Marvel's excellent Legion series on FX a few years ago, stars as Naru. She's just plain rocks here as well. I can't help but chuckle since her name, Naru, sounds exactly like how Australians say the word no. No. It goes from one syllable to three for some reason. No. <laughs> anyway, Prey works as a film without any prior knowledge of the series. It's tense, it's tight, clever, rooted in exploring the Native American culture, and Dan Trachtenberg 
directs this one. He's another visionary director who brought us 10 Cloverfield Lane. Love that one. And he is another one of my favorite up-and-coming filmmakers, alongside Ari Aster and Robert Eggers. Plus, the Predator design in this is my favorite since the original. It may be even, even better. It's pretty awesome. So check it out on Hulu. Even without Arnold. La, la, la. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you've heard how much I gush over Neil Gaiman's Sandman. It's been decades since his greatest work, the graphic novel series, The Sandman, presenting a dark, epic fantasy tale spanning history, spanning genres, and uh, a really unique take on the human condition. Attempts have been made through the years, all unsuccessful, thankfully. Most recently with Joseph Gordon-Levitt attached to direct and star. Sounds like it would have been a great idea, right? But Neil Gaiman stuck to his guns because he just knows his beloved series would never work as a movie. Enter Netflix to the rescue! The Sandman topped their streaming charts for the first week of August, and deservedly so. I gotta say, after seeing only the first half of season one, it just feels like a home run. Inevitable changes are present, of course, as longtime fans will note, and this is done to streamline story points or appeal to a broader audience, but it just works. The cast is incredible, led by Tom Sturridge as the Sandman himself, Morpheus, the Lord of Dreams. With amazing CG and visuals ripped straight from the original panels, you can really tell a great deal of care went into the execution of this show, especially with Neil Gaiman's close involvement. Dream is part of a family called the Endless, all representing different aspects of human existence. And I'm anxious to meet the other siblings in the second half of season one. Really curious to hear your take on it, too. Are you a fan of the comics? Have you ever heard of The Sandman? Is this your cup of tea, or are you like, more superheroes, less emo? Did this Netflix show hook you, or are you underwhelmed? Boost me on a Podcasting 2.0 app from newpodcastapps.com, or post on Twitter, at BoomboxPod. Just days after announcing that Batgirl is dead in the water, Warner Brothers CEO David Zaslav is now assuring fans of the DCEU that the company has a 10-year plan and that their job is to protect the brand. Oh boy. Three miles west of Lake Lackawaxen, you are on the air. Um, hello, rude. My personal grooming routine is none of your business. Karen. I need to speak to your manager. Oh, Karen, Karen, Karen. I'm the one in the middle, you drunken slob. Yeah, I recognized your foul stench when you were brought on board. Like, charming to the last, Mr. Man. What do you want now? So you said DC has a 10-year plan? Yeah, that's what they're saying. Are they going to, like, fix our education system, feed the homeless, give me free Starbucks loyalty points for life? What are you yakking about now? Hello, you said DC has a 10-year plan. What is our nation's capital going to do to make me happy? I'm not talking about Washington, D.C. I'm talking about D.C. Comics. You know, Marvel's competition. I knew that. Yeah, right. So what other movies will get dumped quicker than Pete Davidson? Ambush Bug, Booster Gold, Kite Man. Wow, Karen, that's some deep cuts there. You're welcome. David Zaslav, the CEO for Warner Brothers, said, quote, We are going to focus on quality. We are not going to release any film before it's ready. DC is something we can make better. Le-doy. No actual film or TV projects were announced beyond what we already know. You know, Black Adam, Aquaman 2, Shazam 2, Joker 2. Eventually, we'll see more of The Batman and, of course, The Flash. Didn't Ezra Miller just get arrested, like, again? Yep, again. Busted for felony burglary in Vermont. This is getting totally ridiculous. Yeah, tell me about it. I mean, they can't even enjoy a burger in peace. What? It's... I sentence you to endure 3,000 hours of on-hold music. Be gone, foul demon! And like that, she be gone.
Conspiracy here from my top secret underground bunker in Pahrump, Nevada. Keep your pie hole corked. I didn't tell you nothing. Capiche? He's here. Propaganda. I told you not to disturb me when you see that on the air sign lit up. Nonsense, Kenneth. There is broken light bulb that cannot possibly light up this rudimentary piece of paper. Papa, I told you I'm on a budget. I can't order an actual on-the-air sign that can track my location. I'm relying on my survivalist skills to keep the alien agenda at bay. Now, what do you want? For to see what how my good boy is doing. I'm doing... Uh, doing fine, Papa. Now, could you go research Carl Schwab or maybe his brother Cotton Schwab? There is problem. I am only finding Kebab Schwab. The great-great-grandfather of the not-so-great-reset. Papa, just do me a flavor and go keep an eye out for the men in black. They'll be busting down our door any minute now. I gotta read all the news you can't use. Page one. Well, here's something you definitely can't use. It's a watch that doesn't tell time. Instead of a watch face is the image of a pool with 3D-printed magnetic ducts and bubbles you can rearrange. Ooh. Kevin Bertolero wanted a reminder on his wrist that there's still some good in the world and to reconnect with his inner child, a sensory object akin to a fidget spinner. His creation went viral on TikTok. Now, if some random bonehead could reinvent the pet rock, maybe I could peddle my pocket lint on Etsy. No 3D printer needed. Genius, I tell you. Page two. In case you needed a reminder that robots are going to take over mankind, a chess match in Moscow raised some eyebrows when a mechanical opponent grabbed a seven-year-old's finger and broke it when he was trying to make his move. He finished the match the next day in a cast. Now, what kind of morons bring their injured child back to the scene of a crime? I'd be rooting for the robot to go rogue on the pea-brain parrots at that point. They're about as useless as a watch that doesn't tell time. Page three. British actress and YouTuber Annie Bella not only claims that she was abducted by a UFO, but she also fell in love with one of the aliens on board. She says extraterrestrials are better than Earthmen who lie and have double standards. The alien supposedly said interspecies dating is forbidden, but he was willing to break the rules for her. After a 20-minute visit on a strange craft, she's been waiting with a bag packed ever since for her snake-eyed, round-faced Romeo to return. So, aliens don't lie like Earthmen, huh? Someone needs to write this chickadee a reality check. He's off racing flying saucers at supersonic speeds, freaking out military radar on the cusp of an impending invasion! <sighs> then again, perhaps these beings from beyond want other kinds of conquest, <laughs> if you get my drift. That's all the news you can't use. Conspiracy here, from my dump in Parump. Aw, look at the time. The Intergalactic Boombox is filmed on location in your head. Guests of the podcast stay in that broom closet in that one department store full of creepy mannequins. Promotional consideration brought to you by whoever we can bribe. Remember, kids, life is like a camera. Focus on what is important. Capture the good times. Develop from the negatives. And if things don't work out, take another shot. And then post it on social media and just claim everything worked out. Till next time. Doodles. <laughs>